Welcome to the BeWellBuzz.com podcast. Hi and welcome to the BeWellBuzz podcast. This is Larry Oz, founder and editor of BeWellBuzz, and I'm hijacking this podcast for an important reason that I'll get to in a few moments. Now don't worry, Sean Stevenson isn't tied up in a closet. He is here with me, and today we're going to explore a topic that is absolutely foundational and most important in personal development. I recently came across someone who's impacted my life and the lives of friends and colleagues around me so profoundly that I asked him to join Sean and I today. And it wasn't easy because he's in very high demand, charges a lot of money for his time, and travels the world helping people be more and do more. But he's here with us today, and I'll do a proper introduction after a quick story. I recently realized through working with him that I'm not playing at my potential and that most people aren't either, even those that are getting a lot done in the world. And what I discovered was that there was programs running within me that were acting like real anchors. And what I learned through his simple techniques how to remove those anchors, things shifted in a major way. And what we're about to get into is all about these anchors within personal development. They may actually, what we're going to talk about may go across the grain of what you may have heard or been told. So with that, I have the honor and pleasure of welcoming Michael Burnoff to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, Michael. I'm excited to be here, and I'm really excited we took the time to put this together and you know what you're doing for everybody out there, you and Sean, just with absolutely amazing, the content, the info, and just how much you really care about making sure that, you know, people get the best of the best information for their, you know, their personal development, for their health, their wealth and well-being. And I just want to really applaud you for everything you've done, you know, so far and, you know, what we're going to deliver here today. Awesome. Thanks so much. Well, let's kick things off. I mean, one of the questions that I have is why is visualization not enough? We're told to visualize, you know, through movies like The Secret, visualize, visualize, but it's not enough. Well, the visualization thing, I have to tell you there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with the secret, with the law of attraction, with visualization, with goal setting, with all that, those ideas that have been around since the beginning of time, way before you and I have, you know, you can imagine starting, you know, assisting people with this stuff. It's been around for, for years and years and years and hundreds of millennia. It's been around forever. And there's no challenge with any of that stuff. It's just not the most optimal way to assist people in really living and getting to what you just said, you know, your potential or your full potential in your life. And the biggest drawback that I've seen with things like, you know, the secret, which, you know, I'm telling you, it's got some good information is that when you just visualize an idea or a concept in your head, for most people, what they're visualizing typically is a little bit off. I mean, people have this idea of a perfect life or this goal that they say they want to get, yet most people never take the time to allow themselves to develop into the person that can make those things happen. I've seen so many people play that perfectionism role where, you know, they visualize themselves in the perfect body and the perfect everything, yet What's interesting about the whole visualization of the perfect body or the perfect health or, you know, the perfect wealth, the perfect family, is that typically never people put together the skills that they need to be to make that stuff occur. So, for instance, if you, you know, are putting yourself in a situation where everything's working out great for yourself, most people never put in the flexibility, never build this stuff correctly for themselves because just thinking about something is part of the puzzle. The other part of the puzzle is creating an emotional attachment to make it really work for you. So I'll tell you, visualization is a piece of it. 
But if it doesn't have the other components added to it, one of the biggest challenges that people, you know, arise out there is they get excited, they set goals, they draw this stuff out, but they never take the time to become the person to have those goals or those pictures in their head, those ideas, those visions, whatever they want. So it's like I see everybody year in, year out. They do their little New Year's resolutions. They do their goals for the year. They make their corporate projections. They figure out what they're going to do for their health this year, and they get this nice picture in their head. Yet most people then never take the time to work on becoming that picture. It's like they never put together all the pieces along the way. If I were to visualize correctly, I would say, wow, not just visualize, you know, the end result of what I want, but, you know, visualize some of the struggles and challenges and things along the way that allowed you to become that person that you wound up being. So there, there's yeah, my, my take on it. That's something that's very, very congruent with me. And, you know, here at Be Well Buzz, the big department that I'm – operating in is about health and helping people to radically improve the status of their health. And what I often say is that health is not something that you chase after. It's something that you attract by the person that you become. You know, most times we're running after things, trying the new program, trying the new diet, trying the new uh, book or whatever uh, the case may be. But what it really is is you becoming that individual that make those things automatic in your life to the degree that you don't need any program because you are the program. And yes. I, that's, it's very, very congruent to, to what I teach, and I really, really appreciate that, and this is why I'm so excited about sharing this stuff. Another thing that I want to, to address or, you know, even have you comment on is, you know, the vis- visualization process and being very successful in that, you know, Dennis Waitley's work, for example, working with Olympic athletes and seeing how effective that is. You mentioned something about uh, also looking at the challenges that come up in that, vis- in that process, and not just playing out this perfect life, woo-woo, foo-foo out there, you know, I have this, you know, $20 million mansion and five cars, all this stuff, but really <laughs> playing out in your mind, playing the part, play the entire visualization out, and being flexible and growth-based, you know, looking at the challenges that come up and visualizing possibly how you address those problems. So what do you think about that and adding in some you know, some of those other techniques that are not there in that process. You know, you hit it right on the head, Sean, and the reason I say that is the visualization process is absolutely important when it comes to, you know, making anything work, as I had mentioned, yet the challenge is most people do not use the technique to their advantage enough. You see, you know, major corporations out there, if I were to use an example for business, they have what they call a contingency plan, a a plan set up of what is the worst-case scenario, what if things don't work out as planned. And what's amazing about that is they put these together for each year, each month of, you know, what can work and what doesn't work. And if it doesn't work, here's what we do in this situation. And not only have they built into their future what could go wrong, they've also built in a way to solve those challenges at the same time. Now, how this is relevant to your life is because most people have had challenges for years, whether it's getting to the gym, you've had a challenge getting yourself to, you know, read the books you need to read, you've had a challenge getting yourself to make your sales, get on the phone, whatever it is, and you know that these challenges are going to exist in your future, yet we look at our future and we say, well, hey, everything's going to work out perfect when we get to the end of the rainbow, but that's not really what it's about. Real visualization is really positioning and taking a look at your future in advance And being able to say, here are some of the things that could go wrong tomorrow. Here are some of the things that could go wrong next week. And here's me finding the skills, becoming the person that can solve any of these challenges and can literally get past them. You know, 
someone said to me once, and Mike, it's amazing. You have outcomes for you know how to get yourself to use your juicer in the morning. Because I know there's days that I wake up in the morning and say, you know, I don't feel like getting the, the vegetables out and putting them through the juicer, even though I know I should. I build contingency plans on how to get myself to do the things that I know I need to do by having the skills to make those things happen. So the big thing at the end of the day that I really want you to take away from this is that you've got to put together a plan of the what-if scenario. What are some of the challenges that you could have happen in your future? What are some of them? And really, you know, be honest with yourself and say, here's areas that I have a challenge with. And what skills would I need in my life to overcome those challenges so they don't, you know, bottleneck me anymore from getting what it is that I'm looking for? The real plan is to build into your life some of the challenges, the challenges that make us human. I watch Biography Channel on TV and I look at successful people and I realize that all successful people have went through challenges. The key is, is to visualize in your future, not just succeeding. Visualize yourself overcoming the challenges, knowing that they showed up, because once you experience these challenges, they make you even more of the person that you desire to be who really makes these things happen in their life. And that's the secret. Having a plan for the what if it doesn't work and how you solved it in advance. Now, that's powerful visualization. If you can position yourself to see how you got there in advance, not just getting there, See, everybody always wants to get there. I mean, one of the other challenges, I'll, I'll give a brief with the whole visualization thing, is most people picture the mansion on the hill and the, the beautiful family and everything, but they don't put themselves in the picture. It's like it's like they, they got their family got their life insurance after they didn't make it or something. Some crazy thing happened <laughs> why they never see they never see themselves. So most of us never really put ourselves there of how we did it. I mean, I'm telling you, I do a technique during a, one of our courses where I teach people how to reverse engineer everything they want in their lives of how they achieved it, what they went through and what they got. And I've realized that when people can see, wow, that's all I have to do, just that little bit, a few struggles, a few challenges, a few cool things that i got to do, how great I'm going to feel, no wonder I become successful four or five years down the road. So I'm telling you, a few different hats, a few different things, but the best part about it is really working with yourself the way you work most appropriately instead of just going off something you read out of a book from some other personal development person that worked for some random few people. And I'm telling you, goal setting of just positive thinking is wonderful. It's just the challenge is it only works for about 3% of the population. Yeah, and that that really needs to be examined because just to give people um, uh, just just a little summary of what the secret was promoting, and it's very valuable. Again, I want to just reiterate what you said. So the premise was to ask, believe, and then receive. So whatever it is that you're mm-hmm. first, first of all, getting yourself to the place where you can even ask. Most people aren't doing that. Just ask and be honest about what it is that you want. Fabulous. Great stuff starts to happen just with that in and of itself. Then we move, and of course, this is scripturally referenced in many different um, spiritual texts. You know, ask and ye shall receive. Then we move on to the belief, and there's another reference to a spiritual text of pray believing ye have it, or visualize believing that you have it. See yourself in it. And that goes to what you just said, which put yourself in the picture. Be that person. See yourself as that person. How does that person walk? How does that person talk? How does that person function in relationships? Uh, what does that person look like? Well, how do they walk? All these different things are very, very important. And then we come to the part of receiving. So, And that's kind of where it's left, left off at is that you do those things and then here it comes. You open your door and your new bicycle's there. Well, that's a big problem because what <laughs> I've found over the years is that people actually have 
uh, an unconscious resistance towards receiving. That they don't sure. even know. They're actually blocking those good things that are coming in because of their emotional programming. So what do you have to say about emotions getting in the way of this process? Well, it's, it's, interesting. it's interesting you bring that up. And I, I'm loving the angle here because I, I just can tell that with the Be Well Buzz crowd and everyone listening in that you are, you're, you're halfway there already just being open and receptive to this information. What's really interesting when you use the word receiving, my belief and this is my hallucination, I'm just going to throw out my opinion here, and I believe it will sound like something that makes sense to you, is that the receiving issue comes in, of, a lot of times people think they're not worth it, I don't deserve it, blah, blah, blah. Well, a lot of times that's actually correct, currently who you are today. And people say, well, I don't deserve a million dollars, and you, know, you may currently not because you haven't done the things to become a person that makes them. Well, as right. soon as you do, go out there and either start visualizing or taking the actions you need to become the person you need to be, you know, you're not going to really have a receiving issue or a I deserve it issue or anything because you should get those things because you did what you're supposed to do. If you're, you know, a lot of times people want to, you know, they want to run an hour and a half marathon. They want to, you know, do a great job running or half marathon or marathon, whatever it is they're running. And they want to do such a great score and a great, great number. And they want ripped six pack abs and, they feel like they don't deserve it because they're eating the Big Macs and, or they're eating the chocolate cake. Well, the answer is you don't really, shouldn't really have a, a good receiving issue there. You should have a receiving issue. You really don't deserve it. You shouldn't receive it. Yet, once you start doing the things you need to do, get through some of those challenges that are necessary to get you to grow into the person you need to be, that starts to make all the difference. So I believe, and this again, like I said, my belief, is something so simple as once you start working on these areas and start becoming the person that can achieve these areas, receiving is simple. It's just what you get for being who you are. And who you are today, if you're not doing those things, well, getting a million dollars a year or, you know, having six-pack abs and you're eating at McDonald's every day, no wonder you don't deserve it or have a challenge receiving it. It's because it doesn't fit with who you are. Once you start not just changing your actions but start changing how you think, your beliefs, this starts changing some major pieces of your life, which makes receiving just inevitable. Right. Oh, that's so true. That's so true. And I, I know we don't have a whole lot of time here, um, but Michael, can you can you share with us some of the tools that you that you have in your artillery that that allow people to to make that shift into making things happen? I mean, the the biggest thing. I mean, this is. Am, am I correct to say this is a crowd that really wants to be more healthy, more energetic, more vibrant, and really make some big things happen? I'm correct about that, right? Um, Correct. Okay. I think I summarized all of us great from the from the us three to everybody that is going to be you know listening to this recording. And one of the most powerful techniques that I've realized is our minds operate off what I call references. And we've all heard references before. Yeah, things in our past. Yeah, you know, ideas, concepts. Yet yeah, one of the most powerful references is language. And while language is so critical and so powerful for all of us is because when we hear a word or we hear an idea or something comes in our head, it automatically triggers an emotion. Yet most of us have never taken a lot of time to think through this. 
meaning that we never took a lot of time to really figure out where we got our definitions for what things mean to us. I mean, one person in the world may see a McDonald's uh, shake-up uh, salad as healthy, and they'd say, look at me, I'm being healthy, at least I'm not eating a Big Mac today. And not to not knock McDonald's all day long, but you understand where I'm coming from with this. And one of the most powerful techniques that I've ever realized is learning how to define in your life what it is that you're working on is one of the fastest ways to change your health dramatically. I've had hundreds and hundreds of clients in the last six months alone hardly change their eating habits to start with and have lost weight, gotten better shape, created more energy by doing one simple thing before they eat. And really what it was is really defining, you know, how they eat, what their diet is, what health is to them. And I've realized that once you define simple little things in your life, like what it is you're putting into your mouth, and give a clear picture to your unconscious mind, and not to get into psychobabble here, but your unconscious mind takes a memory chip and really like engraves you know, what you just said as the truth, whatever it is. Even if it's not true, it'll believe it's true. So when you call something healthy that's not healthy, your mind calls it healthy, and you say, I need to become healthy, and you then go to McDonald's and wonder why you shouldn't be doing it, it's because of the healthy thing. And the reason why is you've told your mind that that's healthy. So I've realized a simple technique, and this can be used for sales, for marketing, for your relationships, is to really define the levels of things that you want. I've had people use it for relationships as well, but for health, one of the coolest techniques is redefining some simple areas. And all you have to do, and Valeria, you and I were discussing this a while ago also, is that if you take something as simple as the food you're about to eat, and for the next week, the simplest thing that you do is you go out there and you look at your food, and you put it into three very simple categories. You don't, you don't have to change your habits. Go eat whatever you want for the next week. I don't care. Eat whatever you want, but ask yourself these three questions. Is what I'm eating nutrition? Meaning, is it something that's going to make my, run, my body run optimal, give me tons of energy, feel great? Is it like broccoli for breakfast? Is it the most optimal thing that I should be eating at this very moment and totally give me the energy I need? Or is what I'm eating entertainment? There's a big difference between entertainment and nutrition. The interesting thing is, the reason there's a big difference is once you start to notice that you notice a very simple distinction between entertainment, I'm enjoying eating this because it tastes good, versus I'm eating this for nutrition. Now, nutrition still could taste good. It doesn't have to taste bad. You know, once you understand entertainment is that, like, you know, your French fries, your extra stuff, that you know it's not going to kill you, it's not going to put too many pounds on you instantly, but it's not going to give you that much energy either. And the third thing is called addiction. Addiction is not just a one Dorito out of the bag. It's when you start eating the entire bag. So the next week, if you were to relabel in your brain and say, before I eat, I'm not going to change my eating habits. All I'm going to do is notice, just a simple notice, what these three things I'm doing are. And I'm going to notice them. I'm not going to change my habits at all. And I'm going to ask myself a very simple question. Is this, you know, nutrition? Is this entertainment? Or is this addiction? The most amazing thing is once you get clear on, hey, I spend 60% of my life on nutrition, 30% of my life on uh, entertainment and 10% on addiction, well, I must be, uh, must be a little bit off here. So if you just adjust slightly, you realize that you're not far off in your life. Most of us are not far off from getting where it is that we want to go. And all we have to do is do sim- sometimes the simplest things of redefining what love is to ourselves or what health is. And once we redefine it, not some, you know, you know personal development, old school, positive thinking, you know, you know, love to me is when butterflies fly out of a tree. I'm saying, you know, coming up with something that really defines something you're capable of getting that day, it's going to make an enormous difference. And it's nothing that I can cover like instantly here on the phone. It's just a, an interesting technique. If you were to put these three things in a bucket, for next week, the food you eat, the things you do, you'd be shocked 
how much more congruent you're going to get with yourself. I like that, how you took it from just the food that we're eating because it's not just food for thought, it's thought for food as well. You know? yes. So really acknowledging that, what, what information are you taking in? Because you're feeding yourself with that stuff too. So is yes. this nutrition, is it entertainment, or is this addiction? Wow, you just dropped a huge bomb right there. That is amazing. <laughs> and that's something that yeah. can, you know, if I, I really try to encourage that in people to just be conscientious right in that moment, right before you, you take action on beginning to eat. Just ask those questions. You know, ask, you know, what is this food? What kind of information is in this food is one of the things I like to have yep. people to ask. You know, what is this food going to tell my body to do? And it's such a small thing. It requires a millisecond just to take that pause. But we've been recommended to take these pauses before our meals forever, you know, to pray, to, to give thanks, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But this is the most important thing because this is what you're going to fe- feed your uh, human spaceship with, you know, you do, what you're taking your ride on. You really, really need to incorporate uh, a strategy like that. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing that one. It actually, like for me, it, it takes things from doing things like unconsciously because a lot of us kind of go through our day and we do our things. But, you know, when, when we stop and actually give it thought and ask these questions, it actually brings to the forefront and, and makes you reevaluate what you're doing. And asking yourself those questions, it's so powerful. You know, I've been doing that for, for a little while now, and it completely changes your perspective on what you're doing. It just makes you take a step back and go, oh, okay. And then you ask yourself the question, and, and then it becomes clear. And you could, you know, decide what to do from that point. And it's clear. Right. And, and then you get real, you get honest with yourself and you realize, well, I'm where I'm at in my waistline, in my income, in my wallet, I'm in my bank account, my relationship, my love life. I'm, I'm where I'm at because of what I'm doing. Then you have ownership. And the second you take ownership and you stop lying to yourself, take full responsibility, um, it's a way to, for you to see, wow, here's what I'm doing. I just get to make a few shifts and boom, things start to change. Right. So I, I'm a I'm a big student of lexicon, and I'm picking up that you are too, uh, words and how they impact us, you know. And that yep. word, you just you just said it. You said responsibility, and yep. that that means literally the the ability to respond and not being in reaction mode to where we're literally just out of out of ourselves. You know, we're just in reaction to whatever the environment's doing, and being a sovereign mm-hmm. individual, kind of waking up to this and starting to be capable of responding properly. And that, that's really what responsibility means. You know, people walk around thinking they have so much responsibility. I'm, I'm this, I'm that, I'm responsible for this, I'm a responsible parent, all this stuff. But are you really? Are you really? How is your ability to respond with the, the emotions that are serving you, you know, with love, with compassion, with growth, things that can continuously build you up? But, you know, the negative emotions aren't bad. But it's just cultivating those things that you want to become. That's what we've been talking about this whole time, and I'm really, really excited about this still. It's just uh, really looking at becoming the person that can actually attract these things. So what I want to do yes. now is look back at, um, you know, obviously, you know, the secret bringing forth this conversation paints a very beautiful and empowering picture, and that's really what, what kind of gets people ignited is that empowering picture it paints. But, you know, it's very general. And I feel, though, however, it opens up a really, really important conversation. That's what we're having right now. So I want to look now into that part that really didn't get enough due diligence or attention, which is the action part, you know, the doing part. 
the most successful people of Grace's Planet, if you actually hear their story, they utilize these tools in the secret. You know, they did get clear. They asked. They believed. They saw themselves doing these great things. But they, they'll tell you they worked their behinds off. They really did work to develop their character. They really worked to become that type of person. And I thought, and this is where my little story comes in at, my, my issue was I thought that once I become enlightened, or once I reach a certain level, that it won't be as challenging. It won't be as hard because I'll just be in love and bliss and all these things. Not so. You're going to have to continuously work and cultivate yourself. So my question for you, and I'm curious about this, is, you know, why do people have such a hard time taking action? Well, that's a, it's a loaded question, but I'm going to make sure to, to give it to you a very effective answer. My background is, is absolutely that, getting people to take action. I found the, the biggest whole flaw in the whole personal development industry is there's lots of knowledge out there. And I've realized that I say to people all the time, do you know what you need to do? Do you, um, do you know how to get better shape? Do you know how to make more money? And everyone knows how to do these things. Do you know how to you know, be in better love with somebody? Do you know how to, whatever it is, get a relationship. Everyone knows what they need to do. We have been conditioned and I don't want to create this whole conspiracy about it, but for the most part, we've been taught since we were kids, you've got to know more, you've got to know more, you've got to know more. And it is true, you do need to know more, but no one is educating themselves and knowing the right things. And what I mean by that is we know how to pick up weights, we know how to you know, get ourselves to run if we needed to, we know how, what food is good, what food is not good, there's a library full of books to do. Knowledge is extremely overrated. And the only knowledge that I believe that is more necessary than just knowledge on how to do things is really how to get yourself to do what it is that you know. Most people will go to a seminar, learn how to do, whether it's anything from Internet traffic to getting in better shape to a raw food event, whatever it is they go to, and they learn about it. Yet they never take the time to educate themselves on how to become a person that follows through and gets things done. The self-education of really knowing how you get yourself to take action is the most paramount part of any success plan. This is where I believe almost all personal development speakers and coaches and trainers fall flat on their face because they're giving people schools like skills of techniques and no different than school and ideas and things that people could use but hardly any people are teaching people the emotional connection, the physical connection. How do you get yourself to actually do what it is you know how to do now? Like anybody can go out there and buy the Body for Life book. If you agree with the plan or not, it doesn't matter. With anybody out there, if you, whatever, you know, workout, P90X off TV or any workout plan, you go buy it. How do you get yourself to put that thing in your DVD player, your Blu-ray player, and actually do something with it? That's the big difference. Educating yourself on how not to motivate yourself to be excited, how to motivate yourself into taking action is really what most of our goals should be. And I'm just going to throw this one last point at you, is that you should be setting the goal to learn how to get yourself to be a person that wouldn't consider not doing what it is that you want to do. Like when you walk by that piece of chocolate cake, you should look at it and say, a person like me doesn't eat something like that because I'm not only self-disciplined and they're pushing me away from doing it, really what it comes down to is that's not what someone like me does because that's not who I am. The only way that that change takes place is educating yourself how do you get yourself to take the actions you need. So it's not about knowing more. It's about educating yourself and really making a goal, how do I become a person that does more, more often. So I know that's the short answer for a very 
long question because it's one of those you know questions that really will take some time for me to to dig out and explain and really make sure it resonates correctly in your brain. It's the way we get ourselves to take action is really figuring out how do we get ourselves to act on other things. I mean, if you can act to get yourself to put the wrong food in your body, you can act to get yourself to put the right food in your body. You just need to get control of that mechanism again, your brain, your heart, both of them, and get control of those mechanisms in your body so you can use them to get what you want instead of letting them run randomly, which most people's are. And that's the key to the kingdom right there. I mean, I've seen so many people spend tons of money on different tools and this and that and the other thing and, and, you know, going through the emotions of learning, but then the application part comes in and then they stop. And then they fall back to old habits of getting more stuff and learning more stuff but never right. taking action. And it's this vicious cycle of not doing. And it's really sad. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's painful. And, and it's something that once we could get ourselves to actually step out of that pattern and actually start doing, we can start living the life that we were born to live. That reminds exactly. me of, uh, uh, of the work of Barry Schwartz. He wrote a really interesting book called The Paradox of Choice. And just seeing, you know, Larry, what you just said, is that we'll get access to knowledge. And I love that you said knowledge is overrated. I just got to say this, amazing. So mm. getting access to such great information that works, it's worked for many people, you know, when you go to a certain program and, you know, you get all the tools that you need and you're excited, but then people fall short of actually applying the stuff. So then they'll go to the next thing and the next thing. There's so many choices and they get overloaded. And once you get presented with a certain amount of choices, it can get to the degree that it actually debilitates you and creates a you know, paralysis to where you're not doing anything. And mm-hmm. I thought it was really fascinating that this came up. And it was, you know, in this book, you know, he really dove, dove in and looked at all the different uh, research behind this. And this is right here what you're talking about is just, you know, not just knowledge is power. The application of the knowledge is where the gold is really at. And actually being the type of person where it's just, it's just who I am. I just get, I go to the program, I get the information, and I do it. That's who I am. And that takes a tremendous amount of work. And I know that, you know, we're kind of running short here on time with this, but, you know, if you'd be willing to share some more information about this with everybody, that would be absolutely amazing. So what do you think? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to because my, my belief is this. If you've been listening this long, I'm certain you're a person that's really ready to take those, those steps in your life. And I think the, the biggest drawback, you know, for me in my life, and I give a big sigh there thinking about this, is I've been there before, and I've been this person that was just inundated with information and knowledge, and I got all excited about a new idea on a Sunday, but I couldn't figure out how to apply it. Um, I'll put together, you know, uh, something here for you guys, and I'll put together, I typically I love doing, you know, you know, teleseminars and stuff like that, and the reason why I like that is you can get a lot of information out quickly to people, and it, it's it's like a podcast in a way. And, and the best part about it is, um, I want to really give you exactly, not just us here on the phone, everybody you know listening. I want to make sure to give you exactly what it is that you need, and that's the ability to figure out what stops most people from being successful, what stops most people from taking action, and really how to get yourself started. And set goals that actually work that you can get, not just setting them, going and getting them. So I'll put up a website with a, a registration. I'm sure by the time you know this hits your ears, it'll be up on the web. 
um, put it up on my my site. I'll make it a uh, you know michaelburnoff.com. That's M I C H A E L Burnoff B E R N O F F dot com forward slash. Make it simple. Be well buzz. So that's michaelburnoff.com forward slash. Be well buzz and. I'd go ahead and register because I, uh, I am sure uh, I don't know how fast we could turn this around, you know, to do this here, Larry and Sean. But I just want to make sure that we can put something together to make sure to give the uh, give the goods to everybody here on that's listening to this right now. Because I won't be able to get all of you uh, on the call, but I definitely know those of you that you know jump the gun will be able to do that as well. And I had something cool. I mean, I don't I don't know. Did you want me to uh, the thing that I shared with you a little bit earlier, Larry? Did you want me to to bring that up to everybody? That that new thing I've been working on. Man, that that would be so awesome! And thank you so much for for doing that for for you know Be Well Buzz. Okay, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in uh, you know rewarding people that take action, and anyone that's ever worked with me before know that people that know how to make decisions, I totally spoil and take care of. Those that can't, I you know I let them wait till they can figure that out. What I'm going to do is I want you to be part of a cool little trial run on something we're doing, and I know it works well, and I put together something over the last six months that have not released to the general public yet. And for anybody who registers for this page this, that we're going to be putting up here in a bit for this uh, free live tele-event that we're going to be doing, teaching you guys really how to get the things you want in your life, I'm going to give you a major bonus. I put together two very simple audios, and they're very simple. You don't have to do anything. All you got to do is listen in the morning and listen at night. And they're there to assist you in building more confidence in your life. And some of you might be thinking, well, confidence, I already have a ton. And I don't mean that kind of confidence you need to run through a wall. It's just if you're working on becoming more, imagine having something you can listen to for under seven minutes in the morning that totally fires you up for your day, whether you're doing your laundry, get your kids ready for school in the morning, download it to your iPad, iPod, whatever it is, listen on your computer, you know, listen in your car for seven minutes in the morning. And there's another one that is similar message and it's meant for the night just to calm you down and help you build confidence through your sleep at night. It really mm-hmm. triggers the unconscious mind to take in the message and really get you to start developing even more confidence. And not just like that confidence standing strong. It's the confidence to go get whatever it is that you're working on. I'm going to give that out for uh, a limited time here. I can't do that forever because I can't give it out to everybody. But anyone who registers here, uh, by the time that the uh, call takes place, um, of a certain number, you'll be able to go ahead and register for that. Um, you're going to go ahead and get a free copy of this. And I can't do that forever. You can't even find it on my website because it's not even available yet. But you'll be able to just – all you got to do is register, and they'll send you an email. Well, and you'll get access to these two things. And i download them right away if I were you and start listening because by the time you heard this stuff for a couple of days, either the morning and the night, and be consistent. I challenge you to do it for a week, morning and night for a week. You will be shocked what starts to happen for you, okay, how you start reacting differently to things, feeling better and increasing your confidence. So there's my gift to the Fuel Buzz community, a little bit of time together where you and I get to chat about how to get what it is you want and this really, really cool, you know, program that I'm telling you. I can't wait to hear your feedback on it. That's the number one reason I want to hear your feedback and hear your stories and results that you get from it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michael. Um, so what, what day would you be able to do that teleseminar? Um, let's do, um, how about next, uh, next week I can do, I believe that is, um, next Wednesday work next Wednesday, I believe. Um, we're well, going to do, yeah, that would, 
that would work for me. I could definitely join you on that call. Yeah, let's do uh let's shoot for next Wednesday to make that work. If that works for you, I'm I'm good I'm game. March fourteenth. March fourteenth, yeah. yeah. All right. Excellent. So we'll put the details right right below this audio on this page so people can sign up immediately and uh, leverage these tools and uh, get more done and be more and, and reach, reach our true potential. And I want to thank you both for delivering an, uh, an amazing podcast and, and sharing. Thank you guys so much. All right. Thank you, Larry. I thank both of you as well, and it's just an honor to, to be here and really assisting people and telling you it's just time to it's time to get it done it's not time to think about it anymore it's time to do it let's really uh take ownership of the thing we call life right on cool so i'll see you guys on the teleseminar on the 14th and uh i'm really looking forward to it thanks for listening to the bewellbuzz.com podcast go to www.bewellbuzz.com for free articles and news about natural health and wellness